Welcome to On the Bridge. I'm your host, Heidi Bianchi. Join me as we embark on a journey filled with insights on event planning, pop culture, and all things that excite me. Inspired by the name of my company, The Bridge Event Academy, this podcast offers a fun break for you to laugh and learn with me. Expect to hear from special guests who will provide their words of wisdom about events and life. As we sit together on the bridge, let's share stories and have some fun. This is my first podcast, so I'm thrilled to have you join me on this exciting new adventure. Let's sit on the bridge together. Hi, and welcome to On the Bridge. I am your host, Heidi Bianchi, and today we are sitting on the bridge with my very special guest, Susie Reno. Susie is the mom of six grown kids. She has been in the event industry for 12 years, where she started the, on, the, on the event tech side and now works on the client side, which I cannot wait to find out more about that. So welcome, Susie. Yay. Katie, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. When I said I was doing a podcast, I think you like immediately texted me like, I want to be on it. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So tell us about your journey the last 12 years. And I think there's like a little missing before those 12 years, but that's <laughs> up to you if you want to get into, get into what you know that what? was. I have a very eclectic background, right? I lived having six children and I started young, you know, I was 19 and I got, was married really young as well. So now at 49, I'm just a little bit backwards. You know, everybody else went, not everybody, but a good majority of people went off to school, figured out who they were a little bit, maybe got into relationships and stuff. And I, you know, just started having babies and being married. all in right yeah. away. I love that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I went to school when they were little and got my degree and worked and just was trying to find my place, right? Like yeah. what that I want to do. I, I grew up in a smallish town outside of Pittsburgh, but rough area, you know, just kind of that working class, but always kind of poverty stricken areas that, that are just common, you know, and it instilled in me such a great work ethic mm-hmm. and such a drive for life and not like in an inspiring movie kind of way. Like some people are like, oh gosh, you know, they hear a little bit about my past and like, oh my gosh, Susie, you're so brave and strong. I'm like, okay, let's not, we're not mediating <laughs> this. This isn't Hollywood. Right, like, right, right. Everybody goes through stuff. Things happen yeah. and you make small decisions along the way. I don't think it's ever that big click moment, right? Like, oh, I'm going to do things and I'm going to go off into the world. Right? Like, that's not how it happened. So I did everything from regular office jobs, kind of assistance. I worked in legal for a re- really long time here in Vegas. And I was never able to, legal suited me because I'm a very linear thinker and I like yeah a beginning and an end. So legal work was great because there was a beginning and an end, but um, being a legal secretary or a receptionist or a claims assistant didn't allow my brain to work and try and problem solve. And that's what I love to do. Oh, well then you found the right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I fell into, I'll skip forward to, I wound up um, up in Salt Lake City living and I was working at a nutraceuticals company. So a company that, you know, makes vitamins and stuff. And I was an account manager and I became friends with the HR representative and she left the company and she texted me one day and was like, Suze, there's this perfect job and you need to apply for it. And I was like, okay, what is it? 
And she was like, it's an event technology. And I, I like literally bursted out laughing because I'm like, I am not smart enough for that. Like I can talk to people and I am an organizational wizard, but I don't know. She's like, no, 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 trust me. Just interview. You'll be fine. And um, her name's name is Janae and we're still closest of friends and she's amazing. But I interviewed with um, a dear close friend of mine now, Brandon Bailey, mm-hmm. who is at Rain Focus. And it was just such a great interview because he was like, well, you know, what are you looking for? And I was like, I told him, I said, I like things like, think of it like baking a cake. There's a beginning and end and there's so many steps in between and so many cakes you can create, but you get to see the cake at the end. And then right. it's all over again. And he was like, well, this is perfect. And I was like, but I don't, no technology. This feels like a big word and a big thing. You know, Mm -hmm. he said, Susie, anybody can learn the technology. I need someone with personality. And I was like, well, (laughs) good news. (laughs) I have some personality that just happened. And I dove in and I loved it. I was there um, when it was active network and then transitioned into other companies. And I left right around the time it started transitioning into Lanyon, but I burned myself out, right? I was doing too much because it does suit my personality so much. And I am a fixer and a doer. And I'm like, I will do all of the things. And 90 hours a week burns you out really fast. Um, And so I tried some client side stuff and I was like, I need to take a break. And I went to work at a, a commercial furnishings company on the operations side and they were lovely people and it was a great experience. It also killed my soul because I wanted to die because I was so bored. I wasn't thinking anymore. <laughs> Nothing was a challenge, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And events does that to you. We're all yeah. about the adrenaline junkies. Yeah. And when we're not doing it, it's funny you use that soul word because there was a point last year where I actually said out loud, this is soul crushing work. <laughs> And I even said, I'm like, this is, I am not going to die here. Like I cannot die doing this. So it's just funny. You use the thing, like who uses the word soul? Soul. (laughs) But it was like soul crushing, right? That's how you felt like, oh, okay. But I think true events people, right? Like, you know, my quote unquote events people, I think we're all like that because we put our heart and soul into everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why events work so well for us because there is a lot of stress and we love those stress cycles and those hits of dopamine, mm-hmm. but we also do get to see like really cool stuff. And yeah. You know, yeah. no matter what type of event it is and attendees getting excited and, you know, speakers and the whole gamut, and you get to see it at the end and be like, wow, it's never perfect. Nobody is ever 100% happy, but you or the guest. <laughs> hot damn, we pulled off. Everybody loves to grumble, right? But mm-hmm. hot damn, we pulled off something big. Now let's go do it again. Let's but go do it first, again. And you're right, like, but first yeah. let me take 35 naps and, and binge watch some Netflix for a bit because I am spent, right? Yeah. I do like the, the piece where you had that person giving you that push. I think that that's like oh, an overlooked piece of the story for a lot of us, like having that person in our life that just like, gosh, what made them pick me? I had that person who who said to me, like, why aren't you speaking up anymore? And I was like, I didn't even realize I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and she like gave me that, like, Heidi, use your voice, use your voice. And like, she's in my head all the time now. And to hear you have that same kind of 
person yeah. is just like, oh, it makes me Absolutely. so And to happy. this day, to this day, Janae is much more confident in my capabilities. Right. Yeah. right. But I trust her and care about her so much that I know that she's not blowing sunshine because I hate, I hate external validation and false compliments. Get away from me with that nonsense. You don't need to hear how wonderful I am. Are you uncomfortable when people say nice things about you anyway? It could oh God, be yeah. coming from a good place. And even if it is or yeah. isn't, like you want to just like scratch your skin off. You're like, please yeah. stop talking about me. It's yeah. Fine. But, but I have learned, I yes. have learned to be gracious because yes. it's kind of a dick move. So selfish on our part to be like, <laughs> no, I'm not like uh-huh. how invalidating and, and how, how reckless to right. be so dismissive of somebody's kindness. Sure. I'm not happy about who I am or, or might not think the same as somebody else, but right. why I should not create a barrier for people to be kind, right? Janae has long said to me, you know, Susie, you've literally, there is nothing that could be put in front of you that you wouldn't figure out and do it really well. She's yeah. like, it's the most bananas thing. And I'm like, and I see the truth in that because of my eclectic background, because of all of the things I've yes. done. Yeah. To right? get you here. Right. right to get, to get you here. here. I think it's good because you're still, you're going to have the naysayers because mm-hmm. I, I think it's also important as women and women working in technology to talk about oh. how there's still very much that stigma and still people that want to put you in a box and, and, and bring you down. It's getting better. Right. I work right. with whole teams of women now and they're so uplifting and really supportive. And it's, it really is about like, no, let's go get this done. Right. And and not tearing people down, but, but there's still part of that. And I know being at my age and living the life I have and having gone through the things that I've gone through, it doesn't affect me as much as it used to. I don't take it as personally because I, I understand, you know, it's all cultural conditioning, but those of us that have been here longer and those of us that have that maturity and life experience do need to help our younger sisters. Yes. Let's uplift each other and let's yes. help you through this. Don't let them walk on you. I'm not going to allow that to happen. Yeah. I'm holding your hand. We got this, right? Yeah. I think there's a piece where I'm going to put myself in your boat where we absorb things that we do not find acceptable anymore for anyone else. We are the change. We yes. see it. We call it out. We're not going to let it happen. I managed a big team. I've had good managers, bad managers, everything in between, but I learned something more from like what not to do. And I was that person that's like, I will not treat my people like this. So yeah, no, absolutely. And I've had so many friends along the way. One of my great friends, Trisha, who I worked at Active with and at Rain Focus with, she really helped me see because there was so much I was so rigid about, right? And I was like, no, like, especially on site, because I run a tight ship. I raised six kids. It would be mutiny on the bounty. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm a rule follower. I like rules, right? Mm-hmm. So we're setting these guidelines and you have to do it like this. Right. And one day she came to me and I was all stressed out and it's stressing everybody else out on site, stressful enough. And she was yeah. like, Suze, I love you, but you get that it's okay if, if we do it this way too. It's going to be the same thing. Like, the world's not going to melt. Right. And she was so kind and gracious because she could have been like, slow your roll. Yeah. 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 Like stop it. Um, But she, she came to me and she was direct and sincere, but compassionate. And, and I was like, well, you are 100% not wrong. Right. (laughs) Let me do some checking in with myself and see what this is about. Right. It's just like everything else in our work and our, and our lives. When we're trying to control things, we feel like we're out of control somewhere else and we have no 
we have no ability to control it. So we will hyper-focus and hyper-attempt to control, which is all impossible. We control nothing but ourselves. There is not a damn thing. I don't care how much of a great of an event planner you are, how great of a therapist, psychologist, cardiologist, doesn't matter. You are in control of you and the rest of it just happens. You have to learn how to flow with it. And I think that that's been one of the biggest catalysts to me staying in the industry because I do love this work and yeah, it stresses me out. And yeah, like there are times I cry and I want to throw rocks at the sun, but ultimately this is fulfilling and rewarding to me, right? It challenges me. So I want to be, show up as a better human. So I'm not perpetuating cycles of toxicity and leveling up myself and those around me while having a kick-ass good time doing some stuff that kind of crazy people only do. <laughs> right, right. Right. We're a special kind of crazy. And I mean that with like all yeah, of yeah, my yeah. heart, like no shade. It's a different frequency. Let's just and say, then, right. <laughs> like, well, especially on site, that's even a whole other frequency. Right. You're like, okay, right. here we are. Let's go. With the technology piece that you're in right now, are you able to like help with change in technology or like see the holes of like, oh, that's not working. Can we try this? Like, are you able to influence technology changes or are you, are you on the path of I would say I'm not in the place of changing technology. I'm in the place of helping clients change their mind about how technology works and how they can utilize it better. There's rarely the influence of having worked on the tech side. You know, everybody has an idea. There's a a very finite amount of time and resources in which to do things, right? So if you have clients that are big enough their use cases make most sense or they bring stuff up or enough of the clients or you're seeing patterns and you're like, I mean, this thing should probably happen, but the influence stops there, right? Because in my experience and in my opinion, yes, like you have discussions and Rain Focus was really great about that, right? About including all of us and and talking through things because, you know, we had all been in the trenches and hearing the experience and it was, it was an open discussion. And, you know, of course there's, business rules and things that you have to follow and decisions you have to make. So I think that that helped foster in me being able to go to the client side and seeing how much they struggle. Like, cause when you work on the vendor side, when you work on the tech side, right. there's only so much you can say, cause the client's like, you don't get it anyway. So now when you're on the client side, they're like, okay, wait, you act, you get the technology. We didn't understand how that worked. Wait, there's a different way. And sometimes they're like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but no, we're totally going to do it this way. And you're like, fantastic. Let's get out the Sharpies and the sticky, whatever you want to do, but just giving people those options and helping them see. And I think that's probably one of the things that made me fall in love with events is showing people how much easier it could be, right? They're doing to be right. You're you're never going to be not stressed, but here's an easier way to do this. So what's the biggest barrier do you think for event tech uh, adoption or why aren't we embracing this event tech more, I guess, as a whole, or are we, and I just don't see it. I, I mean, I think people are trying to, but I think there is such a gap in willingness and capabilities on each side to see the gaps in between to fill that communication. Right. So on the tech side, um, especially now post pandemic, 
in the economy the way it is. You know, we we don't have teams full of dozens and dozens of people to do things. You have to do more with less. Right. So it becomes a resourcing thing and all you become is doers, right? You're putting out a fire and no matter how much you try to plan and grow, so you have great companies that do really awesome things. But the services side, I have yet to come across a platform that the services side knocks it out of the park. They're working so hard on the technology, but the services side, because there is such a demand for it and the salespeople do an incredible job at selling it. And they're like, it can do all of these great things. They forget to mention like how much extra has to go into the, you know, all of the great things, but they sell the thing because they know the platform's good and they get people hungry for it. People are hungry and sign up. And then it's like, well, hell, there's not enough time, right? And so you have all of these agencies coming in and a mix of people, people mm-hmm. that have been in way longer than me, way shorter than me, and you know, people trying to figure it out. But for me, what I have seen is then what happens, and then the same thing's happening on the client side, do more with less, try and figure it out, mm-hmm. but be on the cutting edge and do new things. But there's not time and uh-huh. resource to yeah. have the discussions of let's up and talk about your event. I want to know every program. Let's let's break it all down and let's make it granular. So help me understand. I love having conversations with random people on client teams mm-hmm. because I get to understand what their need is. And I'm like, oh, I see. I see why this that was makes painful. sense now. Yeah. yeah, I see that. And and people go as soon as there's a problem, people go to the technology. Well, it's nope. The platform is awful. Nothing worked right. And I'm like, so when your phone, you have an Apple or an Android and it acts up because it does. It does all the time. (laughs) Do you call Apple or whoever made your phone, Samsung, Google, and bitch to them and tell them it's no good and never mind and you're never going to use it again? No, you deal with it and you figure out the ways to work around it and you learn the technology better. So you know how to manage your own device, Right. right? Or you don't, and then you like, you know, have an assistant. The amount of assistants that log into people's phones for them because they don't remember it baffles me. There's not the time to have, and those are the most important conversations, but we can't have them because we're all so busy doing doing. And we have to. We all need to pay the bills. Right. And I think you could say that for event tech, event goals, event strategy, event budgets. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't know what the budget is. Like, and that relates to the tag, to the experience. There's just yeah. no time. It's coming at everyone so quickly. And, yeah. and I also think there is such a trepidation that is instilled into people to never tell the client no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my superpowers. And one of the things <laughs> like back at Active that, that the clients really liked about me, because I wasn't like, nah, we're not doing that. I was like, look, I get it. I get why you want to do that thing. Here's why this is a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. Here's what we can get you. And maybe we can discuss that for the future. But right now, if you push this path and we go it, here's what is going to happen. Here are the risks. If you accept those risks, fantastic. Let's do it. Right. But but having those conversations, but that comes from having a confidence in what you're talking about. I may lack confidence in who Susie is as a person, but when I'm talking about something, you you best believe that I know what I'm talking about and I've done my due diligence, or I'm going to say, you know what? That's not my wheelhouse. Let me talk to some people. Let's get these conversations started. But people are so afraid to look like they don't know or right, like the client right. will be upset mm-hmm. or you know, 
and and that breaks my heart because it's so much easier to just have the yes. Yeah. <laughs> I called myself like the dream killer. <laughs> You're like we want to do, and I'd be like, no, no, that's not gonna work. <laughs> like that's dream killer, <laughs> right? Listen, do you have a $2 million budget? Fantastic. Uh, do you see a future ahead with a lot changing with this AI, 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 everywhere we look? Obviously, it's it's going to, right? Because yeah. it's, 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 it's a comment. Right. right? It's how, that, how that affects us is going to be interesting because I've also, you know, been around enough to, to watch people get super excited about, you know, the mapping, like, GPS location with Wi-Fi triangulation and like you just wanted to say Wi-Fi triangulation, you know, eight years ago, <laughs> right. Right? right? Where's that at now? Right? And wasn't there but, a whole trend too around like RFID those letters? Like, I don't know. No, so many letters. Yeah. But they realized, you know, with data privacy and protection and like, you can't just go say, and I, I tracked everywhere you went and I knew it. You don't have a say, right? Like, Oh, see, we forgot that part. I think that's the other thing is we need dreamers, right? Right. So yeah. I'm a doer, you're a doer. We need dreamers. Yes, we do. And we keep the dreamers, the, the doers keep the dreamers a little level headed and the dreamers keep the doers inspired to do more. And right. so it's just going to be finding that balance, right? Like all of the goddamn goggle signies, like yeah. the Google glasses my, or whatever. Yeah, I'm showing yeah. my you know, people are super stoked about that. Yeah. Okay, cool. My overly practical kind of curmudgeon side is like, y'all think you're going to get 12,000 people walking <laughs> around with some, okay. You can do fun things and there are willing, there are people and groups that are willing to do fun things and push those limits and it paves the way for others. What that turns into and, and how that pans out I don't know because I'm not enough of a dreamer. <laughs> yeah, right. We're, we're, yeah, that, we're talking to two doers. We're like the practical side of this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dreamer. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, okay, well, it's I we mean, got our checklist of that doesn't fit in the back. Right. I'm excited for it. I see like so much great potential, but I also see the limitations because of data privacy, because people have to opt in, because it's so easy to not opt in to things, right? Like it cuts us off at the knees, like gamification even. Like it can be really fun, but there are so many damn rules because these behemoth companies own everything and they have to protect themselves. I get it, but also dudes, homies just want to like win a t-shirt and it's (laughs) If it's free, I'll have three, right? Like, come on. <laughs> but okay, right? Yeah. You know, so it's it's hard because I want to see the fun things. I want to, to see what the dreamers are doing. Yeah. yeah. And I also want them to be like, hey, cute dreamers, all of you technology product people and encoders, that's awesome. You're building all of this great stuff. How about the backlog of absolute <laughs> garbage you're not fixing right. would be real helpful yeah. to yeah. level up on, right? That's any tech company. Right. And yeah, any, they all, yeah. It, it doesn't exactly. matter where you are. So it's just, it's that balance and, and I'm excited to see where it goes. And it's, it's hard though, like sitting there and I'm like, dude, I'm the, I'm the old bird in the, at the table now. Right. Like, and you, you see, I see my, and I'm so excited and not in a bad way. Like these young kids, I'm kind of aging out of it. And my brain, I don't, I don't want to learn CSS. I don't want to learn JavaScript. I can't play a video game to save my life because I can't do multiple buttons. Oh, and right. Yeah, like, no, no. Like no. I'll watch my kids and 
you know, as adults, they all get online at night sometimes, you know, and play to, you know, be nostalgic. And they're like, mom, you want to play? Like, I can barely move the correct. Thing, yeah. The seven. No. I want to read my book. I want to read. Yeah, I'm going to read my book and binge watch ridiculous reality TV. Totally. (laughs) We still watch TV, Susie. We're 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 like freaking dinosaurs. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I love my TV. Right. I mean, I subscribe to everything, so I don't have to have commercials. So, what would you tell? the 15 years ago, Susie, about how great it is today. Like, what would you tell her? Like, here's what I would tell her. Mm -hmm. Baby, never let anybody dull your shine. You sparkle brighter than the sun. And there's not a goddamn person out there that can dull that Uh for you or anyone else. It's going to be okay. Chill sometimes. It's okay. Just let it come. Let it be what it's going to (laughs) be. I think that's the biggest lesson of my life. Let it be what it will be. Work hard, have goals, have dreams, have desires. Sparkle and shine, baby. Sparkle and shine. Well, you just gave me chills, Susie. So beautiful. (laughs) But I think that's something we all should keep in mind for ourselves. Like, don't let anyone dull your shine. And I do think there is this, like, let it be what it'll be. I always think, too, about all the plans we make for the event that the guest doesn't even know (laughs) and how we can wrap ourselves around a pole about something that, like, they don't even know that this is going to happen or not going to happen. So, like, sometimes there is that chill. Let it be. Let it be. It's going to be fine. We can, we can die on another hill and sometimes it's important too. Right. Right. And we get worked up, but, and and I think that's the other thing. And this is one thing I love about that came out of the pandemic is people are so much more willing to allow people to be human. Yeah. The the worst and all thing is now. Okay. Like I love the most of like not wearing makeup. (laughs) Not that I I ever wore a lot of makeup. a level of like yes. zero F's given about. Right. I have a really hard day. I am not showering. Nobody's yeah. going to know it. Doesn't matter. Right. Like it's yeah. so cool. But I think, but I think just, yeah, just coming into ourselves and, and giving ourselves more compassion and grace and love and saying, it's going to be okay. I don't have to show up buttoned up and polished and perfect because that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Acceptance of Perfection is a fallacy. Cut that P word out of your life forever. Yes, It's never going to happen. Work hard, try. You're going to disappoint yourself. You're going to disappoint other people, but you have to roll with it. Right. Have to just say, you know what? That's okay. I mean, of course, feel the feels. Can't stop them down. Feel the feels and then move forward. I mean, that's all, that's so beautiful, Susie. I, I'm, I'm here for all of that <laughs> and a bag of chips. So with this concept of time and not having time, do you set aside, like in this like perfect world of life, like how are you staying on top of trends in tech, event tech? Are your vendors coming to you with like, Hey, we're trying this. this. You want to see I it? Mean, I get a lot of spam emails, you know, oh. I don't shy away from those because I'll skim them. And if something catches my eye or I'll see, 
I get a lot of invites from different platforms and different technologies, you know, like, oh, come listen to our thing, you know, and some of them I sign up for, some of them I don't. I love to read, so I'm a reader. You know, I'll Google stuff or I'll hear something on a call. And I think for me, that's, it's more what piques my curiosity through conversations I'm having. I could be watching some damn stupid Real Housewives episode Uh that I love, right? And like, they say something and I'm like, what? Is that something we could do? What if we could do that, this, right? Or, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you're inspired to think about something a different way, because I think that's also one of the things I've learned. I do become more creative and I can solve the problems more when I'm taking those breaks. I'm not pushing myself in just doer mode, right? right? Because I can do all day, 18 hours a day, and then Mm -hmm. I'm never getting to to be creative and think about it. So just creating those opportunities. And I think it's different for everybody. Some people love um, different podcasts and reading and going to like networking events. I'm not a networking event girl. Um, Because I am such an introvert, which I know people are like, no, you're not. I think that's one of the biggest myths of our industry of like all of us being these extrovert people. You can find me on a one-on-one situation in a crowd of 10,000 people. Like I am not going person to person and I am so happy in that mode. I can be in a sea of people and just be like, no, I'm just my little. Yeah. And like the number of times people like friends and stuff, they're like, Susie, I literally saw you driving down the road, like honked and waved. And, and I'm like, you know, I am in my little world. I'm paying attention to traffic laws of and course, so I right. like get into an accident, but I do the same thing at events. I don't, I don't want to go and mingle. I'm not a mingler. I but, love having conversations. I want to connect yes. people, but yes. organically, and let's just chat. And an, an event too, it feels like we're always scanning. It's like what's happening, what, hot, cold, too much water, too much garbage. Like your brain is not in like, let's have a nice little conversation. I am in like, where's the food? Is it being refreshed? Like this isn't even my freaking event. And my brain is like in like operations mode 100%. Yes. So yeah. Somebody's arguing with that security guard. That yeah, way, like person pointing the people the wrong yeah. What oh, the hell is the DJ saying? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, what? Why are they paying that song? Again. Yeah. Let's switch it off, right? Now, I have my moment, my moment of free thinking. I'm sure there's like very technical words for this, but like it's like when I'm in the shower. Yeah. Like the wandering brain where I'm like, oh, what about? Or I need a name for something or something stuck. Like I have that time. I don't take like a long shower, but it is that time where my brain can just be like, relaxed and not scanning and worrying about things. And it's like, Oh, did I shampoo my hair? I don't know, but (laughs) I did come up with (laughs) the answer to that problem I'm having. My hair is wet. So there was a step taken. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think you've worked in a very different side of it? Like, how do you see the technology side of it? And like, as a doer as well, there's those same limitations of, well, that's not practical. Right. But for like, me, I, I see like uh scale quicker. I see a lot less time spent on things that take a lot of time, like writing invite copy, confirmation emails. Like a lot of that's just being so automated, even agenda building. There's yeah. I'm all in on Jasper right now. They could build an agenda in like mm-hmm. five seconds with topics and sessions and speakers and I'm like oh my god like so amazing 
So I'm just seeing less time spent in in that area. And ideally, ideally in my like perfect little Heidi world, it would be time, more time spent on what we're wanting, Susie, the goals, the strategy. Like we don't have to worry about these other things because now they're, they're going to happen so quickly. Like why can't we now use that time to have these bigger conversations of like how we're using the event tech? So let me ask you this. I'm going to give you a very specific scenario because mm-hmm. this has happened so many times over the past couple of years. The amount of time that teams obsess about emails. Of course, you know, the, hey, the, the events launched and that, yes, of course you need to be exciting about that. But it's a confirmation email. We have now spent three hours with you revising and re-revising and changing and do it again and send it to me again. And, oh no, what about this? Who do you think cares enough to read that? So you sent it out to 10,000 people and invariably, well, I have a couple of people complaining. How many people did it go to? 900, right? Yeah. Even 300, two people don't care. We're not saving babies here. Yeah. We're not saving babies. No, no. no. Because even at an event, two people people aren't going to like the dinner and we don't care. Like two people don't like an email, delete, like, sorry. Sorry. I think it goes back to that perfectionism and it has to be this and it has to be, and we, we put so much time into the wrong things. Of course, I'm not saying you just send out blank text, like appreciate it. See you there. Obviously not, but be smart. Yeah. Yeah. Stop killing yourselves with the minutia. Right. So we can focus on the strategy and the planning and yes. the big ideas. Let's go deeper on that than right. the email. Honestly, but now I'm three hours in to this damn email and we have no time. No. You're not paying me an un- endless budget. And it's interesting. People are always like, oh, the email. And I'm like, I'm constantly like, so when you get an email, what do you do, you with, do it? with it? And I'm just like, less is more. They're like, I, I've seen these emails with these invites that are like, I'm invited to a social thing on Wednesday and the caller me, I'm like, what is this? They have a lookbook of what to wear. And I'm like, someone put the time to put together a lookbook about what I'm supposed to wear to your event. Like what the God's name is going on here? Like, oh, somebody I has to, to know what time and where, like, where do I need to be at what time? Okay. Yes. Attire ish, but like, right, I, need like I can figure this out. Like, right. Don't show up in a bikini. Cool. Right, like black type, fantastic. But don't, yeah, like right? but I, don't, I don't know. But it feels, feels like adults. Like I don't know. I also think some of that comes from people wanting to feel important, right? And people wanting to feel like they're making a difference and they're passionate about it. So I don't want to kill that passion, right? Like, yes, it's a fine to, line, right? You're like, right? I don't want to steal that idea. I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But mm-hmm. how about we have passion about something that makes a little more sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It actually will impact the guest experience, the data, the like, why are we doing this question that we can never ask or get an answer to? (laughs) Well, so Carol, 35 years ago, this process and none of us know how to change it. So, right. That's the funny thing too. It's like, like a tradition, like that's our tradition. I'm like, who the God's name started this tradition? Like, can we please change it to make right. it better? Opening up, you know, the pajamas on Christmas Eve for the Christmas observers. Like that's a tradition. 
the 20 step confirmation email should not be that tradition. <laughs> Let's call it maybe if we call it that, <laughs> put a new light on it. Like, oh, we're going with the traditional email reply. Thank you. <laughs> I just wasn't sure which flavor. Oh, traditional. Traditional. <laughs> the venti traditional. <laughs> venti traditional. Well, Susie, any other closing thoughts before we jump off the bridge together? <laughs> I love jumping off of bridges. Yes. I to, I, I'm so glad that I, I got to be on this bridge with you, Heidi. Yeah. Um, no, thank you for inviting me. And we all know each other, right? There's yes. there's that six degrees of Kevin Bacon yes. in events, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think it's it's good to talk about things and you know, and and keep that human that human piece of it going, right? Cause we're all thinking the same shit. We're all, yes, and yes. We're- let's talk about it. Let's make the change together. We can do it together alone. It yeah. ain't happening. Well, thank you again. And uh, I have a feeling we'll have plenty more opportunities to talk again soon. Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much, Heidi. Bye. Bye.